Welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway, a guest-guided mapping expedition to the borders of human creativity. I'm John, and this is all my fault. I'm Besha, and it's my fault that my dog is sad now. I mean, you know, as long as somebody recognizes it, and it might as well be you. It's my fault. It's my fault. Did you see that tweet um, from Patricia Lockwood? It was actually several months ago. It went that she gently taps her cat with the side of her foot and is like, please move so I don't trip over you. And the cat says, mother, mother kicks me at like the football. Mother must go to jail for 1,000 years. That's the face my dog's giving me right now. Oh, and and in fact, it says, Miet, her eyes round. Oh, mother. (laughs) Whiskey says mother must go to jail for 1,000 years. One thousand years is all capitalized. Not not all caps, but but sentence case. Yes, not, not even sentence some, case. Uh, yeah. One million years dungeon. Mother, oh, like the football. <laughs> so that's where uh, I'm at. How you doing, John? Well, well, actually, I have an announcement, which is that to all everybody out there who who is thinking about becoming a parent, watch out for something <laughs> called hand, foot, and mouth disease, which is. A thing Sorry. that I actually did not know about. It is one of those things that apparently all kids get, yep. like chicken pox, and it's it's at that same level. Like there's no there's no vaccine for it, and there's no cure because it goes away on its own. But while it's here, so Quentin got it from some damn where, and uh, it the thing is that it it uh, it has a three to six day incubation period, uh-huh. so you don't actually know where you got it from. And right. what it's supposed to do is it produces. It, it gives you a, a like a fever. It, you lose your appetite, and you get little blisters on your hands, your feet, Aww, and inside your, your mouth. mouth. Poor baby. Now, well, here's the thing: he didn't get the blisters. Oh. He just got the loss of appetite and the fever, which to us kind of made it look like maybe it was he's he's had stuff like that when he was teething. Uh-huh. So we were like, oh, well, maybe that's what's going on. So then he popped. Th- then he did get kind of a rashy thing happening in his diaper zone. We were like, oh, that, we've not seen that before. So we looked it up and it was like, oh, sometimes sometimes you can get them on your butt. And oh. I was like, oh, crap. Poor little and guy. And then, sure enough, yeah, well, I mean, you know, we, we've treated them like, he's. He, I mean, he doesn't care. At this point, he's actually pretty much back to his normal self. Meanwhile, I, I got the blisters. Yeah, I don't have the fever. I don't have the loss of appetite. But the blisters are a thing, and they are annoying <laughs> as hell. So that's that's how I'm doing. And I would just like to uh, we need to we should bring our guest Ben. My friend Ben is back for his his second episode, and I just wanted to bring that up because Ben, I know you were a new dad. Yes, yes. Oh. Thank you so much for that. Congratulations. Uh, little... There's so much to look forward to. Mm. <laughs> Uh, like I wasn't enough of a hypochondriac already. Now. Yeah. Oh boy. I mean, the great thing is that there's. I mean, there's really. It, that's really the extent of it. Like, there's no. It's. It's. It's not that serious. But it is very, very. Annoying. Hey. So something that you will learn soon as a parent is there mm-hmm. is in fact a chickenpox vaccine now. Oh, there is. And it is recommended for children in addition to like elderly folk. Huh. Which is fascinating to me because, of course, I'm like, oh, my day, you just had a chicken pox party. Yeah. <laughs> 
but yeah, it's a thing now. So kids don't end up like getting to spend a week off of school, itching themselves furiously, and then end up with a bunch of weird scars. Huh. Yeah, I do fun not think fact. I would have wanted to have the week, you know, I would prefer to have a week off with the chicken pox to just not having the chicken pox. I think that not having the chicken pox seems better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. But hey, that's, uh, you know, it's a long time ago. It's a subjective call and that's kids true. are weird. So, you know, maybe you're right. I don't know. <laughs> that's also true. Back in my day, the kids worked for their immunity. <laughs> exactly. They didn't get it handed to them in some in injection. a syringe. <laughs> <laughs> but they, weren't, yeah, they, weren't, they weren't soft-bellied pansies who'd rather go to school <laughs> than sit at home where they could be free with just some scabs on their skin. <laughs> they could just sit around and scratch themselves. <laughs> Or I think my brother and I used to, like, rub our backs on the carpet when it was really bad. Well, I say used oh. to, like, it was Ooh. an ongoing thing. But, you know, like, that one week in my childhood. Uh-huh. Totally. Yeah. The um, Something else that I should note is that um, there are apparently multiple different strains of hand, foot, and mouth, like the virus. Oh, great. It. So you can't so, vaccinate against it. Well, yeah. And or, so, like, I haven't gotten it once. I may not be proof against it again <laughs> should he encounter oh. one of these other strains. So we're just going to – we're just going to see. You just have so much to look forward to. Well, look, I mean, we'd all be having hand, foot, and mouth disease all the time if this True. was that big of a problem, right? It's yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like it, it, it blows through once th- thus far, and uh, yeah, now I know. Now I know how to recognize it at least. So that's that. That's been that's been my life. <laughs> Oh. Sorry uh, to hear that, John. That does sound. That's yeah. all right. As suffering goes, it is. It's. It is not a whole lot. So. I'm I'm willing to put up with it for, you know, in the name of parenthood. Do, 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 do. For those of you who are listening for the first time, welcome to the show. Let me tell you what's actually going on, which is that uh, over a decade, I built up an unedited archive of ideas, 800 strong and still growing. And now my friends get to dig through it to see if there's anything interesting, funny, potentially lucrative, or litigiously high risk in there. If you hear one and you agree it's good, take it and run. I just want credit. I want to cut and to not be named in the lawsuit. <laughs> Which I think you're I think you're leaving yourself open to when you want credit. Just I, throw I think, that out there. I think that's true. I think that's yeah. true. Anyway. Well sorry. Yes. <laughs> ben, what what's the first thing that you found in the pile on this trawl? Oh boy. Okay. Uh, well, so I have to confess, John, that we went through most of the best ideas on the previous episode. So now <laughs> We're into we're into some somewhat more questionable territory, but still <laughs> some things that I thought would be interesting to talk about. So the main category we haven't tapped yet is products that appealed to me personally, but not necessarily things that I think are for everyone. So top of the list, uh, this just a, amused me was shots in cans. <laughs> <laughs> Little teeny tiny cans of Jaeger. And I was. I was that- uh, and then it occurred to me this just wasn't terribly different than airplane bottles. And I was curious if you yeah. had a significant distinction in mind or if it was just basically airplane bottles. I I didn't, in fact. I might have maybe forgotten about the existence. No, no, no. So, so yeah. No, I, I think what I had envisioned here was, yeah, essentially pre-mixed shots. Mm-hmm. Um, so because air, airplane bottles are basically like one kind of booze, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of like you've got a tiny bottle of vodka, you've got a tiny, but you don't get like a tiny. I, I, here at this point, I have to confess to you that it's been long enough since I've actually ordered shots of any kind in a bar that I don't remember what they're called. Like, like the name, like they all have like weird names. Yeah, but like, yeah. Uh, 
You're talking yes. about like the old fuzzy navels, and I mean, I know that's like a drink. You're talking about like that's a, a, like a drink. A Redheaded sluts or, or whatever. Like yeah, yeah. As opposed yeah. to a shot of Fernet An alcohol, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay, that was it's it's it, that is kind of like probably for the best, like a thing that seems to have come and gone, right? Like, yeah, I don't feel like I see a ton of those. I mean, the closest mm. is like maybe Fireball or something like that. But like, well, I mean. We don't see that anymore. Yeah, I'm not in college. Yeah, is that it? I imagine that that market yeah. still you exists. Still think I this think is that for buttery nipples and like all these little shooters that have like frothy, you know, whatever, like from back in the include a lot like of creme like de very, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. Peach schnapps. Yeah, yeah. My maybe I'm wrong. Favorite. I don't know. Maybe you're absolutely right, and I'm just not partying with the right people anymore. <laughs> No, no, I think you are. I think that if you were still partying with that crowd, that would be that would be bad and wrong. I think I think that those I think that those shooters all still exist. It's just that we don't see them because we are busy drinking classier stuff. But that hey, you know, I mean, that, I think that the market is still there. That's all I'm saying. All right, fair enough. <laughs> someone, someone probably but, knows. Someone probably knows. But so. Then we come to the problem of sort of like, is it is there a point at which it becomes not worth it to package, let's say, a shooter of that type in a can, right? Mm. Like, in term, but 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 I mean, if you are if you're operating on the scale of say a Coca Cola company, like, you know, <clears throat> presumably you have the scale necessary to spin up a, a, a factory, a, an assembly line that could, that can produce cans that essentially hold. You know, like well, you sure, know, like, like a like a V eight point five like that, right? Yeah, yeah, or like something like a Red Bull can clipped in half. Yeah, yeah, or like those tiny, adorable uh, soda cans that you get sometimes. I yes, can't think of a context in which I've gotten them. Never mind. <laughs> but, I, but I know what you mean. Oh, no, I know I, what you mean. I've yeah, those are great for parties because they make for good mixed drinks. You don't need to right. Put, like they, it's like one to one for a mix. It's exactly as much Coke as you need. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So other things on the list that I was just like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. I would totally do that. You said Blue Apron for baked goods, and mm. and as a I've used I've been a Blue Apron subscriber for years. I'm a big fan. I was like, that's a genius idea. And then I looked, and there are at least four companies that already offer that service. So that's definitely out there. Go for it. But great, really? great idea. Oh yeah. Well, how come none of them advertise on any of the podcasts I've ever listened to? <laughs> How come none of them advertise on my dog's Instagram? Well, how, how come how come I've had to put up with I don't know how goddamn many ads I've I've had to listen to for Blue Apron or HelloFresh, uh, mm-hmm. but I've never I've, what like baking companies you are letting us down. So, yeah, one is called Crate Joy. You, like, should I plug them for free right now or what? <laughs> Fuck them. Actually, that's you the, know what. That's the website. I don't know. Someone should look it up if you're interested. I'm not going to plug it. Indeed. And you know what? And you know what? Baking companies, get at me and maybe you can be this podcast's yeah. first ever sponsor. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Would they sponsor <laughs> us in freebies? Oh, man. I want some of that action, by the way. I'll, I'll sell Certainly. my soul for a kit that helps me make muffins. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I would love for that to happen, if only so that I could then further tout the podcast as, as like being uh, – this, this is one of – this is literally the only show that features an ad from a sponsor you as a podcast listener have never heard. <laughs> you, you know, like fuck Squarespace, yeah. fuckstamps.com. It's fresh. Like, Casper. You, yeah. <laughs> 
You know, I Mailchimp, also, I think, is one I get a lot. I used to. Mm. I'm uh, what I what this would really yeah. be useful for me personally, which is really what's important here. Clearly, is chocolate chip cookies the right amount of chocolate chips so that you don't eat the rest of the bag while you're waiting for them to bake. <laughs> Which I have heard is a thing that people do. I mean, it's, you know. And then they feel I real sick later. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'm, I'm ple- Okay, Ben, here's the question that yeah. I have, though. Does it seem like, do any of these companies, the bake, because, you know, eggs are a frequent component of, of, uh, of mm-hmm. baking, as is butter. Mm. Do these companies send you the eggs and the butter, too? Oh, yeah, of course. Just sort of like. I mean, Blue, huh. Blue Apron does. Really? I would imagine right. that, the, that the baking companies do. But there, there the are so, there are only two ingredients that they that Blue Apron expects you to have on hand, and or three: it's salt, pepper, and olive oil. And everything else they send you in the box pre-measured. Well, uh, I'll plug Blue Apron, man. I've been doing it a long time. I love it. It's great. I'm sure that the egg, the single egg you need for your baked good, is packaged in like three plastic bags. Yeah, what, what is the uh, package? No, usually put them in a cardboard carton that's made out of recycled cardboard material. They try to be as environmentally friendly, I think, as they can be within the business model You know, that's reasonable. There's but, only so much you can do to ship a single egg. Yeah, I mean, everything... Well, the thing is, obviously, they're not shipping a single egg. I, I think there's actually less waste right like mm-hmm. you went, when's the last time you went and bought like a bottle of ponzu sauce or something like that so you could make some kind of fancy stir fry or something and then like you had threw it out four years you know, later yeah four years later you have like four eight you know five whatever most of a bottle of of ponzu sauce sitting in your refrigerator and you toss it out because it's way past its date like this mm-hmm. one they send you two tablespoons of ponzu sauce you know mm-hmm. in a in a little plastic bottle that's I guess technically recyclable. I don't really know how well that goes. I'm curious what the back end of that is really like. But like, they try and like, you know, the food's healthy. You know, you're making real food, so I like it. But it's not for everybody. Yeah, it makes sense. I just um, d- does Blaprin ever send you butter? Yeah. Did you just pronounce it Blaprin? <laughs> I did. Why would you do that, John? <laughs> I blame the McElroy brothers, but uh, but I, I want to hear about their about their butter solution. Well, they because they send you meat as well. The package comes with ice packs in it that are uh, that keep things cool. So everything in there is, is cool for a good twenty four hours or something like that. I have to say, my parents have gotten really into it, and they live in the middle of nowhere, like at the end <laughs> of the FedEx guy's route, two hundred miles from the distribution center. Huh? And they're loving it, and they are still getting stuff like completely not melted. Oh yeah, fascinating. Now I'm impressed. I just happen to have a partner who cooks everything. <laughs> yeah, I do all the cooking, and uh, you know, I mean, I just I go get the groceries because they're in walking distance. But but huh? I will say the the big the big you know the big advantages of it are diversity of of dishes, right? Like because mm-hmm. they oh, send sure. you their own recipes with the right ingredients like you're cooking like i remember when i used to cook before like i had like my rotation of like six to twelve things that i knew how to make for dinner that was like the stuff that i would go to on a weeknight or whatever but it wasn't terribly healthy it wasn't like i would go to the grocery store and get all the you know ingredients mm-hmm. fresh and use a bunch of produce and stuff so like i feel like it's been better for me but that's a good point. There are some people it's not for. I think that if, if you have like a dietary restriction, like they've been getting better and better, but there are some dietary restrictions that these things are not really great for. Uh, I'm sure there are some out there that are trying to fill those niches, though. Sure, there are. The, glu- there are, the yeah. gluten-free, the vegan. Yeah. My and God, you can, I bet there's a... You, you know, there's, it's not for people who... you, you got to be able to spend like an hour 
cooking and eating dinner three times a week. Like if you mm -hmm. like there's a lot of people for whom they're just like, it was too much time. Like I just couldn't do it. You know, and you're like, yeah, it's fair. It's a lot of work. Totally. Well, how about that? Yeah. Anyway, it whatever. works, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's next on the list? Uh, then? <laughs> oh, well, Westeros Amusement Park. And then, <laughs> and then I looked it up and that too is happening. Oh, of course what? it is. Yeah. Yeah, there's some kind of Westeros amusement park in the works. No shit. Where? In Northern Ireland. Long Island? Yeah, because Belfast was like the home of the... the Northern. HBS, I just looked this up. Uh, this is from September 2018. HBO wants Wait. to turn Northern Ireland into a Game of Thrones theme park. Okay, here's the thing. I thought you said Long Island. <laughs> Like, like Long New Island. York. Yeah. It, you know, Long it'd be, Island. It'd be popular on yeah. Long Island, too. This would be huge in Long Island. <laughs> I know people on Long Island. They love Game of Thrones. I, I am sure that they do. I just... I, I, this is what I wanted. Is I wanted an amusement park that was a, a Westerosi amusement park that was populated entirely by people in, with extremely thick Long Island accents. Uh, maybe just for a day. Daenerys, <laughs> thick, long island. Oh my god! But only if they also use the uh, vocabulary. I had a roommate from Long Island in college who I, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought I'd piss off. My in-laws are from Long Island. Oh, <laughs> I'm just waving you off. No, that's she. She just I thought I'd pissed her off when I said something. She said, "Shut up! Shut up!" <laughs> And you're like, Shut wait, what? Up. There was no like upward inflection that I would expect from a Californian who'd be like, "Shut up!" Like, Shut up! <laughs> Jesus, lady, I'm sorry. It's, yeah, but I know what you're talking about. That's uh, I get it. Oh, all, all right, right so, so it's get... actually in Northern Ireland. Yeah, no, I think it's in Belfast. You don't fucking know there. nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> That's what oh, I'm God. saying. Yep. Anyway. Uh, I, well, you know what? Here's the thing. Why not both? Right. That's what you I'm know? saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There ought to be one you here know? in L.A., really. That's yeah. the ideal <laughs> scenario in my mind. That, you know what? That is true. I cannot – because L.A. has a vast concentration of out-of-work actors, does it not? <laughs> You know, I would say, I would say there is no shortage of talent in Los Angeles. Let's put it that way. Well, okay, actually, here is a question that I have for you. Given how many out of work actors exist in L.A., sure, there are, I'm sure, like a bunch of businesses and stuff that you know require you to kind of like be a little more to, to in, inject a bit of pageantry into your, as it were, retail performance. <laughs> Do you find that the quality of those types of establishments is elevated? Absolutely. Uh, right? Absolutely. I, I mean, it's it's a competitive environment in a lot of respects. I'm not sure that it's just because people are naturally more uh, ebullient and performant or something, which there's probably some degree of that, but I'm sure it doesn't explain everything, you know? I think that there's also a, a degree of simply competitiveness for the jobs, you know, and that people who don't you know, who get bad reviews and complaints and stuff don't stick around very long because there's a lot of other people fighting for those opportunities and also there's a lot of other, you know, establishments to choose from. So, you know, those things both contribute to it. But it's also like, LA is like, it's a, it's a pretty, it's California, man. It's a pretty positive place. So people are generally kind of nice here, you know? Hmm. <laughs> True. Okay. Okay. It's a That's very fair. thoughtful. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> All is well. Do, 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 do. It is now time for one of us to give a terrible recommendation or showcase an idea from our guest. Ben, do you have any more ideas you would like to give away? Or perhaps a terrible recommendation you'd like to give? I, uh, I got one more idea. I... I would be happy to share. Yeah, you should. Yes. All right. So this one, I'm a, I, like I said, I work in video games. This is a this is an idea. I'll be to be fair. I had some ten years ago, but it's a video game feature that I think should be enabled in most games of a certain type. And uh, by that, it, it, it came from I think I was playing something like a uh, an Uncharted game or you know a, a Zelda game, something you know one of those sort of story driven action adventure type of games. You know, could have been Mass Effect, who knows, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I'd hit some point in the in the middle of the game where I was just hitting a wall. You know, you, you find some challenge. It's, it feels like the designer who designed that level you know got away with phoning it in or something like that and you're like this is just so, it's not even fun it's so frustrating i just want to get past it but i can't right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a lot of games will let you turn down the difficulty that, that can be a solution in some circumstances sure but what i don't i what i think should be an option is that you should be able to put the game into an autoplay mode i call it movie mode and it <laughs> came out of he came out of like like just being like oh, I think I forget what game it was it was definitely Grand Theft Auto which like to me is a mind numbing game to play I've never gotten into those games but I appreciate that their stories are good and like I just want to kind of see like okay what if I just put this on and I didn't have to mess up or whatever I never knew where to go and boom it just plays and I just can watch the game just like mm-hmm. so my my significant others have at different times in the past just sit on the couch and be like yeah this is cool i want to watch the game like why does anybody have to be playing that game the truth is that probably nobody really does like it it wouldn't probably be very hard to you know get it you know to program a game to play itself to completion and let you just watch it and that was my other idea so i call it video game movie mode i love that have you played red dead redemption 2 uh, no, not yet gotten to it. It has a cinematic mode, which is really only good for travel, that you can go into where you're not fast traveling, you're traveling across the country. It's kind of tedious. You put it into this mode, and as long as you keep holding down the button and you have a target on your map to go to, it will auto-find the best route, and you get these beautiful cinematic views. And it's a game that is really about like the beauty of turn-of-the-century America. And so it's these, like, uh, Arthur rides over the hill, and you're at this like low camera angle where you see the dust, his horse's his hose kick up. It's kind of like that. That that does sound very similar. That's that is uh, that is of the nature of what I had in mind. So I'm glad to hear that someone, or maybe more than someone, has started uh, doing something. Like some that. of the technology exists. It all falls apart if somebody like attacks you, and then you're in cinematic mode, and you can't even see to shoot them. Yeah, sure. But, I would imagine that. So it doesn't actually like it doesn't. It like, doesn't play the game for, for you. Yeah. 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 This would have been super useful for that one fight in Dragon Age 2 where, like, you are... It's like you With and the two homies are... Yes! Yeah. I love that you knew exactly which game. fight I was talking about. I'm sorry, not that, that game. Is some, I fucking hate that fight, yeah. Yes, that fight is some bullshit. And th- I... Yes, Ben, that is yet another brilliant idea. Thanks, man. This <laughs> has been great for my ego. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yes, I I would love for this to become a thing. You want one more? I'll throw a little one out there real quick. It's kind of Do hard it. to explain. But I got one more. So this is a concept I call a relative timeline. 
probably a better term for it. Some people who've got a PhD somewhere probably have already done this. But the idea is there should be an app. You should be able to put in a date, and then you should be able to see on a timeline the difference, the, the major events that have happened in the amount of time between that date and the present day, and then the same thing in the other direction. Okay. So you can get so that people can get a better sense of the scale of time because when you think about time, right? And they've studied this. I've heard that they've studied this. That that people think about things that happened like ten years, like if it happened during your parents' lifetime, it, it, it's old to you. Mm-hmm. And if it happened before your parents' lifetime, it's basically equally ancient to you. <laughs> no matter like no matter how far back. And I may be butchering the actual interpretation of this study, but it's something to this effect, right? That people have this very poor concept of the scope of time mm-hmm. and and one of the best examples that occurred to me about that was like i'm i'm 40 years just turned 40 right so i look back and it's like okay i can look back at my life and you look back to your childhood and it doesn't really seem that far away right you're like yeah no big deal it was a you know i was, it was in the early 80s i was a kid right that's like you know 35 years before that right mm-hmm. whatever you look at my birthday though where my when i was born which was 1978 and you go 35 years in the other direction mm-hmm. and you're in the great depression yeah uh. right and so you look and you go and you go wait a minute so that means what that means is that the civil rights movement which happened in the 60s was way closer to my childhood than we are today yeah mm. right and like people don't think in terms of time scale this way. So like just a little app that lets you go and like put in your birthday and then see okay what happened what was the difference in both directions from that from that point to this point and stuff. I think it was just really interesting and like you would just highlight like major events or like you could maybe like filter it by some kind of cool you know topic or something like that you know. Yeah. I feel like I like that too. I hear this go by sometimes for like random facts on a large scale. Like, you know, the pyramids were as old to the Romans as the Romans are to us. Right, exactly, yeah. But also, like, relating it to your own life that way, yeah. Yeah. That's good. And it was, and it was, because it also, like, the, another thing that, like, that, like, another example that sort of, it was relevant to me was just, like, I remember when I was in college and I was on a debate trip and I was in England for a debate tournament and we were at Ox, uh, <laughs> Oxford mm-hmm. and and it was the Oxford Student Union and and like we're hanging out in their student union and like someone points out that I'm sitting on a chair that's older than our country. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I laughed when you said Oxford because I knew where this was going because it yeah. yeah. <laughs> where where someone points out like that the the smell of piss outside of the bathrooms and some of the pubs there is older than our country. <laughs> I love that too that's great yeah just call it perspective yeah right it just happens the further you go the further you go east the older things get (laughs) because look I mean the Italians look at the English and laugh they're like you guys were primitive savages when you showed up you know like you know and then the, the Greeks look at the Italians and they're like yeah whatever you guys were our, literally a province like we were we, we settled you you know and then like the, the Egyptians look at the Greeks and they're like that's great tell us more you know I mean like I love it it's, history is so funny to me <laughs> that's that is hey I also purely, yeah recently heard a quote of I think it was of Louis CK unfortunately um but that he was like, slavery was not that long ago. That's, it was, you know, we're talking about 160 years. That's three little old black ladies. Yeah. Like, that oh, was, that was a, 
I I don't remember if I'm I don't think I'm getting the math entirely right, but yeah, somebody pointed out that like uh, this was on Tumblr. It was sort of like if you assume that you know just on average, on average that you know like women you know tend to have ch- a child let's say at age 25, and like assuming an unbroken matrilineal line, you know the start of what we would assume Western civilization to be, you know by the the calendar we're using was basically 40 moms ago. <laughs> yeah. I think that I think that if time was measured in moms, the uh, world would be a better place. Like mm-hmm. that's I mean, right? It's madness. It's madness. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it is time for us to head out, which means we should probably tell everybody now where we can be found on the internet. Uh, for me, that's easy. Thanks to my friend Jen, who is Jennifer Marie on Twitter. You can find links to my Twitter, my Instagram, and my highly entertaining newsletter all in one place at flavor.country. Go there now. You can find me on Twitter as Besha, B-E-S-H-A. And I'm Behoit47. And this podcast is available wherever fine podcasts are provisioned. But if you don't see it in your podcast app of choice, please let John know. And uh, while you're there, well, maybe not in that one since we just said that it wouldn't be there but it (laughs) wherever you are um why not subscribe why not leave us a nice rating and uh leave us a review if you've already done all that why not tell a friend thanks for listening and remember if you've heard an idea you like go ahead and do it i just want credit and i want to cut